mortgage markets, and more. I'm your host, Peter D'Angelo. I hope you're doing well and that you enjoyed the long weekend uh, last weekend and the short week went by quickly for you. Uh, today, we have our real estate update. However, normally we would have our information from the National Association of Realtors. However, there was a little bit of a delay of that information and data being published which didn't line up with our schedule here. So today's going to be a brief look at some interesting concepts and things to look at when it comes to real estate. And then Monday next week, we're going to be catching up on rates. Uh, going to bury the lead a little bit here, but it's a little volatile right now. Uh, just real quick commentary on that. Rates are on the incline. So we've seen them go up rather significantly now at this point after market reactions. And we'll delve into more detail on that on Monday. And then Friday next week, boom, that's when we're going to have our uh, real estate update, taking a look at January sales data so we can see how things are developing as we're getting into the new year here. But today, I wanted to talk about a very interesting article that I read this week. It was a Business Insider article about zoning laws. And I know you're probably thinking, oh, God, zoning, how is that going to be fun? Follow me here. If you give me the latitude, I hope that this will be helpful and useful for you. But before we start talking about what this article went into in detail, I want to just go over a couple things and talk about zoning for a minute. When you're shopping for a home and you're looking in different markets, different municipalities have zoning in certain areas of their town and their municipality so that it can have a good management, they can have good management of what is being built where to serve the need of the community. For example, you can have residential zoning, which means this area that's prescribed by the town is only for residential use. Within that, there could be further guidelines, certain things that would permit or exclude certain types of properties. Certain zones could be only single family. Some zones could allow for single families and multifamily homes. Some zones or some towns in general could not allow you to have what's called an additional dwelling unit. ADU is the term. I know we go acronym crazy, but I try to make a concerted effort to explain the acronyms while I'm telling you what they are. So if you do hear it, you can identify that that's where that acronym comes from. But ADU is an additional dwelling unit that is, let's say you have a single family structure, and then there's another structure on the property that has kitchen, bath, bedroom, that would be an additional dwelling unit. Normally, it needs to be smaller in size. Some towns do not allow you to have that at all. Some towns will permit that. And there actually have been some changes to me locally here in North Jersey with some towns that have now opened up the acceptance of additional dwelling units. On the financing side, that's a different story. There are some guidelines to be aware of if you do identify a property that has an additional dwelling unit, ADU. We'll move on from ADUs for now, and I think that covers our basis as far as what zoning is, and we didn't get into commercial, but there could be areas of a township that are zoned for exclusively commercial use or what we call mixed use, in which the structure has a dwelling unit and commercial space. Think of like a storefront with an apartment upstairs. That's considered a mixed-use property. The town set forth these guidelines so they can manage you know, the construction and the development of their town. What we're going to talk about today is something called the Zoning Atlas. So we all know from the past couple months of us discussing real estate and how things are going that there's a housing shortage. There's not a lot of supply. And 
one, we need to see more homes listed for sale. That's existing home sales. But then there's also the concerns about developing new properties and building new properties. Where I'm located here in North Jersey, we're pretty saturated from a from the standpoint of the amount of land that can be developed. And we're already pretty congested with how much building has already gone on and it continues to happen. But uh, in other areas of the country, you could have more opportunities to build. However, the zoning laws of the municipalities where you'd like to build will certainly have an impact. So the idea with this zoning atlas is to put together something so that the complex language around the zoning laws of different municipalities can be broken down in a way that's easy to understand and accessible. So the National Zoning Atlas Initiative, as it's called, was originated by a professor at Cornell University. Her name is Sarah Bronin. And like I said, this is from the Business Insider article that highlighted this initiative. The objective is to simplify the understanding of the zoning regulations across 30,000 jurisdictions in the U.S. so that there could be standardized definitions and comparisons to different zoning in different areas and jurisdictions. For example, you could be in one town and then down the street is where that township line is and there's a different town. You may be able to build a certain type of property on one part of the street, but down the street, you won't be able to because that jurisdiction has different zoning laws and maybe has a different zoning requirement for that area. This is made in an effort to simplify that so you can compare and contrast. The features in the utility here that we want to make sure we highlight is it allows users to identify the construction of different types of houses, single family homes, multifamily homes, ADUs, additional dwelling units, and uh, apartments, and see where that's permissible. And it includes filters, so you can do that comparison. The target audience for this initiative is primarily lawmakers and local residents so that they can see what those zoning laws are in an easy to understand way. And then if they need to, or feel compelled to try to make changes to these zoning laws, it's present for them in a way that's understandable in, a, in an aggregated form. So there are some success stories about this already that the article highlighted. So the first and foremost is in Montana. So inspired by comparisons to California zoning laws, particularly in Los Angeles, Montana passed new zoning regulations to combat urban sprawl. They were running into an issue. Urban sprawl is when you have a, a city center and then the development of high rises and other city-like structures start to continue out from that epicenter of where the city is. And urban sprawl can be sometimes a negative impact to a local community because it could gobble up some more affordable, let's say, uh, suburbs. And it's not always a bad thing, but local residents sometimes would like to see the city maintained in the current form and then maintain their suburbs. So in Montana, this is one success story of comparing local zoning laws in Montana to California and the Los Angeles area. There was another case in Connecticut. This is why we spend a lot of time talking about ADUs, additional dwelling unit, accessory dwelling unit. Uh, in Connecticut, there was a resident that actually used this atlas and lobbied for changes in local zoning to allow for guest houses, and a guest house would be considered an ADU. So there are a couple success stories. However, here's the other side of it. Some of the challenges are that right now, Sarah's only been able to put together about 2,000 jurisdictions with this zoning atlas. 
we're talking about 30,000. So right now it's only covering about 7% of the US. And the obstacles are implementing changes or new construction projects. They often result in legal battles, sometimes legal challenges with the town and disputes, as we saw with Montana. Um, however, the future looks bright. We have, they're working on this initiative. And while they have a, a large task, because they're only covering 7% right now of the US to get to the 30,000 uh, jurisdictions, it's going to take some time. So that's one challenge. And then also as zonings change and keeping it updated is another challenge, in addition to whatever the legal battles may be uh, that are born from the idea of comparing zoning laws and trying to make changes. But overall, this initiative shows promise. And we're, we always talk about existing home sales in my market and in my experience. That's going to be the most commonly purchased property that I'm working with uh, to help clients buy. However, throughout the country, we, I would like to zone out so we have some context here that there are other opportunities. Zoning laws can be confusing and complex, and an initiative like this can create a centralized database that can really help developers, can help the individual investors who are interested in buying land and building homes so that they can have a reference for all of that. So difficult times and complex times require complex solutions. And this is a rather simple, straightforward way of managing this complex problem that we're having, which really, this is all born of the affordability crisis and the uh, inventory crisis in the sense that there's not a lot available for would-be home buyers to purchase. I hope you found this information interesting today. That was it for me. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, share the show. If you know anyone who's a real estate professional, I've gotten some great feedback that this is some helpful information that I've been providing on a regular basis to stay on top of what's going on right now. This market requires our eye on the ball at all times. I'm looking forward to Monday's mortgage rate update. Um, we're going to be going into a lot of different market information so that we can contextualize what's happening with mortgage rates instead of just reporting on what's going on and hopefully set up the game plan for the next couple of weeks as to where mortgage rates could possibly be going. I'll give you some of my feedback on that. Looking forward to seeing you all on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend and take good care.